Welcome back, everyone. It is episode 37, Friday, May 13th of Beast Boy Sports Talk. And NBA playoffs fucking rules. They're so fun. Oh, my gosh. Uh, as a, I told Marcus, as a fan of just sports right now, because my team isn't in the playoffs, this is like the perfect storm. Every game of this series, like, of all the series, is going into game six. Like, even tonight for you, you probably yeah. literally want the Sixers and Mavericks yeah, I just, like just to get two more Especially games. the Suns and Mavericks. Oh, I, we no, can talk yeah. about this first. Let's, yeah, let's literally jump in. Because uh, the, it's the best new rivalry in basketball. Yes. Devin Booker and Luka actually hate each other. Yeah, it's I, hilarious. I, I was watching it, it like, uh, like the last game, Game uh-huh. f- uh, game 5, and uh-huh. I go, they sure don't like each other, dude. I go, how hasn't anyone really talked about this? I know. Did you see the clip of Book? Uh, Booker hitting the ball out of Luca's hand, and Luca yeah. looks over at him and mouths something at him. And then it was like, these dudes yeah, really don't like the P-word. And then yeah. uh, Booker was... lays down on the ground, mm-hmm. pretending the hard foul. And, and he said, the Luca special. My Luca special. <laughs> and gets up like, it's it's funny, but it's also so competitive. Yeah. I mean, Luca walks in the back talking about, you guys are fucking talking now when you're up a game. Yeah. And I'm like, someone goes, Luca's going for 45, 10, and 10. <laughs> like, Luca's going to go crazy yeah. tonight. I, I think the recipe for the Mavericks, what's been, it's not like Luca. Can be just the main scorers. Yeah. Everyone else has to be involved. Oh, well, in, in within the offense because like the not. first two games, it was just like Luca's dropping thirty-five with the forty points. But then they, and then when he starts a game slow, though, that's when they're running into trouble because yeah. And like, I mean, he, he's very young. He's still like what twenty-two. Uh, so it's just is the watching like the first two games. Like it was kind of torment on Luca because it, it just, was. You just see they're screening and switching on to Luca. I know. Driving, and I go, oh, this is and I mean. We saw the coaches team after they'll go. Luca has to play defense. I mean, he yeah. said it after the game one loss. He was like, "This is a good basketball team," and Luca has to play. Defense. So I went the dude averaging twenty eight nine and eight, leading the team in points, rebounds, and assists. Which is, <laughs> I think he did the, the entire year. He, he did. Well, yeah, yeah, he did the. No, but like that's just I mean doing it in the playoffs is a little different, especially when you're the top person they're guarding. You're the one yeah. they want to switch on. You're the one they're trying to double team. But I mean. I just have one thing to say. We said it earlier in the year. Porzingis, I don't know. Yeah. You seem to be quite the problem. Um, seem to be injured all the time. When he was there, he was shooting a lot. Yeah. Not scoring now, a ton. They have another white power forward who's, who's so much better than him. It's not even a hot take. He's literally uh, Maxi Klebel. Maxi Klebel. Oh, I love Dude. Maxi. He's so good. Okay, they have like three guys. Randy Bullock. Klebel mm-hmm. and uh, Brunson all shooting like forty percent from three, yeah, which is ridiculous. The funny part though too is Tim Hart, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. and uh, what Dent, Dorian Finney Fit uh, DFS, whatever they want to call yeah. them. Oh yeah, yeah, the two of them in the season were Lucas too, but they were playing the wings a yeah. lot. They were his two kick out three options. They've kind of shrunk. I know they're playing good. Yeah, but like the whole entire team can shoot threes now. Like the yeah. entire team shoots threes. Um, and then on the Sun side, like. I watched DeAndre Ayton, and I'm like, why doesn't he play like this like every game? Oh, I know. I'm like, I'm like dude, I feel like he could just like, he can just destroy an entire team. Yeah, like it's him ridiculous. More, yeah, I mean, him being he's he's someone who totally steps it up in the playoffs. Like, yes. it's, it's almost two players from the way he plays in. Yeah, the crazy buzzer beater last year. How <laughs> you like? He just plays so physical and. He and the way so that old. Booker and Paul both use him in the lob game, like you were mm-hmm. talking about earlier, but it's really good. And it's something that Luka did with Porzingis for the eight games he was healthy in the two years they were together, but yeah. not actually. It, but it felt like, like with the whole like rivalry between these two teams, it just like amplified like within two seconds of the final like second yeah. of the game of game, of, yeah. of game five. Where uh, once I saw campaign, I love campaign. I don't know why. I 
hate him, but I love him. <laughs> but, he, keeps, he keeps... Luca was making him look like a freaking college kid the other day. It was hilarious. It, I, I don't I think last year I just loved, loved campaign, but uh, he kept trying to attack the, attack the basket. There's no shot clock. I go, dude, I you're gonna, there's going to be a fight where it breaks out. I know. And then they do, like, trying to dunk it with Bismack Biombo, who's, like, 40 years old. I know. Can we talk about that? They're trying to fight each other. I was like, this dude's as old as my dad. Like, this dude, <laughs> yeah. he looks like he's 43. I'm sure he's, like, 37 yeah. or 8. But, like, the dude looks 40. And uh, Marquis Chris or something. Yep. Yeah. They both get ejected with two yeah. seconds left of the game. It's like, what the heck? And then they, uh, Biombo runs in the tunnel. Uh-huh. And then also you see Chris just... Walking into him in in the uh, in the sun's tone. Did either one of them get suspended for that? No. Okay, because I remember like nothing actually happened, but we worse. both said them saying they went to the wrong locker room sure wasn't played out when they were getting pushed back by security and staff, and yeah. one dude's chasing another. Yeah. Sure and then all of a sudden they start screaming F. Martin I know. Cruz. I was like, dude, this is awesome. Also, Keese is like, Keese. I don't know. And he was because he's an ex warrior. He played mm-hmm. in Warriors for three years. That dude's like. I always think it's funny, like you know when guys post like mixtapes of them hooping and they look crazy. Mm-hmm. He's someone who I follow on Instagram. It's like something Demarcus Cousins you pulling up threes. He's someone who every off season though puts some video up on his Instagram and he looks like, like Steph oh, Curry jumper in like a Joe Embiid post game. <laughs> and then he gets in the season like you know averages like five and four. Yeah, but, like that's kind of like <laughs> the wild thing about like almost all these players oh, yeah. in the NBA. It's like like just once they're actually in the game, it's just a completely different. Oh, but like. When does it pick totally. up? They all can. Oh, it's crazy. It's like basketball's my favorite. Like, baseball's fun. You can get some balls. But like, basketball's the best sport to go to early. Oh, like, yeah. you see me, like, watching when I've been watching Steph pull up threes from ridiculous ranges and all sorts of fun stuff they do. But, yeah. Um, no, say with the, just one more last little thing with the Maxi Klebel thing. So, we traded to the Wizards, and they don't do the same type of. Uh, tax and stuff that the mm-hmm. NBA does. So g- next year, the Mavericks aren't in charge of any of his contract money. Chris Steps was saying he's assigned through 2024. He's getting $158 million, and next year he goes from making 31 to 35.5 or 34, whatever it is. And Maxi Klebel's five-year contract is 31. And he's averaging more points than uh, Porzingis has and more, at more points than Porzingis ever did in the playoff series. So that's quite the good move from a GM. who's And it gives them, I think their top... Four in cap space mm-hmm. next year with a supermax. Yeah. There's teams that don't have a supermax because they don't have anyone good yeah. enough. But like literally, that's crazy. Um, I was like, wow. And let's we'll just transition to uh, the last West series. Uh, Grizzlies Golden State game just happened uh, last night. Last night, as we're recording, um, bad beat it was oh, very wow. shocking. I thought the season was gonna like series gonna end up whatever. Nine. One point down by 57. I'm 50, think of because I'm an Orange fan, and, I mean, this morning I was watching, like, more of the game going back. I was like, dude, I was just saying to you, at one point, they came out of halftime, like you said. I was like, oh, they're going to go on a run. They're going to keep it competitive. You know what I mean? Take it out. Then Memphis comes out and scores 36 points in the first, like, nine minutes or ten minutes, whatever it was. And yeah. I was like, oh, like, with no jaw. Have you seen all the, uh, I don't know if you how much you're on Twitter. Did you see last night the... Memphis is better without Jaw was like one of the top yes, things I am, in the world. Because <laughs> yeah, there's no Jaw, and when he was out for the uh, like for a part of the season, uh, they were 20, 22 and five, which is ridiculous. I do want to point something out about that that I read this morning. The teams they played in that twenty two and five, so in twenty seven games, mm-hmm. two I think it was two of the teams made the playoffs. It okay. was their biggest deads, and they played the Lakers twice that they beat. They played. The Wizards, when they were messing up, like they literally played the bottom of the line. Like, yeah. but everyone else steps up, 
Everyone else all of a sudden bumps their yeah. shooting percentage up for Except for Dylan Brooks. Except for Dylan Brooks. That dude's building a house with all these players. Dude, I like, don't like him at all. I think you're the biggest Dylan Brooks hater in the world. Because I remember I know, we, we played so him in the playing game, I think, mm-hmm. in the bubble. And he sucks in a lot of crap, dude. Really? I go, man, you haven't really proven a whole lot. <laughs> I go, shut up, Dylan Brooks. I just never really the liked the guy. The memes of him for the last, like, 48 hours, mm-hmm. or, like, 72, the last two games, have yeah. been comedy. And he's, like, a, he's an Oregon guy. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's, I was like, uh, yeah, I kind of like him. But then once he started talking crap, I go, who are you? I know. <laughs> who are you? But it's like I love hearing other basketball players tell, God, what's it? Is it yeah, Rudy Gobert? You need to stop <laughs> trying to talk shit. Like, you yeah. need to just, <laughs> just let it come out. Like, you're, like, <laughs> turning around and forcing random bits. Yeah. The same kind of thing. Yeah, that, I don't know. I don't like the dude. He's but, definitely in a shooting something. And he played decent throughout the year. He wasn't shooting 12 what did they say he was? Like, four for 30-something? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? I know. Uh, but this is just... Uh, I don't know. It's going to be a very... I, th- I think Golden State should win game six. It, yeah. it just, it, it'll be very wild to see um, the Grizzlies beating uh, Golden State at home. At, at home. Like, at Chase I mean, Grant. Chase, it's... Yeah. It's you hear it on the TV. It's, it's we, we all know that it's, the only one comparable is Miami right now. One three, it's like the whole building just lights up. It's it's ridiculous. No one can. We just talked about it before we started uh, recording to the basketball. Such a momentum game, mm-hmm. and when you get into like when Clay hits a three and Steph hits a three, and the other team calls a timeout and thirty thousand people and chasing me, oh, ah, I'm going crazy. And then you come up. I mean, it's it's yeah. momentum. It's there's a, there is. I mean, arguably more than football. It's. Yeah, it gets a lot more than most sports the, in a playoff atmosphere. Yeah, after like all the COVID stuff, and now like with all the fans back, it's so fun. Like playoffs when you see yeah, all I the fans it. stand up and it's uh-huh. back same. I go, oh, something's crazy oh, about that. <laughs> it's just it gives me like serotonin. Yeah, something's crazy about to happen. I'm excited for it. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's been awesome. I'm loving the series, but the, the entire playoffs right now is just beautiful. Um, and th- it's just very weird on how Grizzlies are so good without Jaw. I, I it I is. Don't, I, don't I know they. I mean, I know they have. They're really deep. Yeah. I mean, they have like a nine. Not many teams are still rotating a nine man. Yeah. I mean, that Zaire Williamson guy. Yeah. He was literally bottom of the like rotation in the playoffs, and yeah. then all of a sudden he's a starter. I know. It's yeah. And then Jaron Jackson with his ugly jumper. He figured out how to shoot for one game. Went off. I mean, game four was ridiculous. I'm yeah. sorry. That was a super shot. It was like 13 seconds left. I know. I know. And he just pulls up with like three guys on him. I'm like, I know. You just need two points. It's also funny, up. too, because, yeah, no, they, they, everyone arguing about the free throw and yeah. or the, the foul that should have. Yeah. The foul's been weird this this playoffs. Yeah. I mean, we, I, I'm a big, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm a big believer in not calling fouls in the playoffs unless it's, unless it is completely, like, unless it's a shooting foul that is completely necessary for free throws to happen or, I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of it. Like, I mean, or it's a blatant foul that someone's getting injured, like, insert Gary Payton, like, job, yeah. like, anything, but. It's super controversial. So, yeah, these playoffs have been just a lot of ticky tacky and just like, like they call, make these calls where it's like that didn't even happen. Yeah, I mean, back to some like drama and stuff. We were talking about how this new Suns maps. First of all, these dudes are. I mean, Devin Booker's twenty six now. I mean, he's been in the league for five years now or something. Like yeah, that. but I mean, Luke is so young. That's such a fun matchup. This Steph, Jaw, Clay. I mean, there's like this map. There's this thing going on with Memphis and Golden State, yeah. which, in my opinion, I think that's gonna rotate into next year when they're going in as the best two teams in the West. Yeah, we're seeing like a lot of. It's like I don't know new rivalries and new. Oh, it's not it's super faces. friendly basketball. Yeah, it's, and new faces. Yes, it'll be interesting when like you know like KD 
LeBron, like already LeBron's out of the playoffs, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then like Curry and Dame, all these guys, and it's gonna be a whole new. When we get games. back to like you were saying, I mean, I don't see LeBron being in there, but when we get back to having K, like Kevin Durant and really getting Kyrie back, like, and like you're saying, getting Lil, I mean, that's gonna be like I mean, the next decade of basketball. People are just getting so much better. Like I yeah. believe with all my heart, you could drop like this team in the. 80s and they would all average 55 points and score yeah. 200 points. Like the, the, it's the they're all so good. Yeah, every role player yeah. can drop 30. Literally, like, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, and they I mean, all shoot threes. Um, yeah. <laughs> literally, <laughs> they, they all, all shoot threes. Even the Sevens. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> um, and then let's let's go oh. into the East. Um, uh, it's been so surprising. Miami versus Philadelphia. Uh, really good series. Joel has to be dead at this point. I know he has to be like a dead man. I don't think people understand, though, that it's not, like, a head. It's not a nose. It's an orbital fracture. Yeah. Like, he has a broken eye saw. Like, yeah. this whole part, you see my finger, underneath your eye is broken. Like, that is a yeah. painful injury. Like, he had a tear in his thumb. And then I think thumb. he fractured his hand or something. Yeah, and since it's like a hand <laughs> fracture. I'm like, it's, like, broken right Like, Ben Simmons, take notes, please. Take <laughs> yeah. notes from your fourth um, your past teammate. But, yeah, they got, they lost by, like, 30 30 yeah. points. I I think the season's gonna their season's gonna end tonight. Tonight, the yeah. Sixers. There's favored to win. I'm gonna ride with them. I really think they. I think they're gonna force seven. I think the Heat win seven in Miami. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Heat. I mean, the first la- the two games they lost. No one else except Jimmy Butler's like oh, yeah. playing good at all. Like I, I kept looking like how they get beat. You know. It was like Jimmy Butler dropped like 32, and then no one else like Kyle Lowry sucked. Yeah. He's still dealing with the hamstring. He didn't even play uh, game five. He's gonna be crucial when they make it, if and when they make it to that next round. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not. I mean, in my opinion, Met, or Milwaukee again, deep rotation. Boston, very good defensively. Like you're gonna need that yeah. other. I mean, like I know you have Tyler Hero who comes off the bench, but like in that rotation, him coming off the bench is playing 25 minutes. It's it's a coaching decision. It's yeah. not a you're not good enough. I mean, no. you won the six man. Yeah. It happens a lot when you win the six man. Is your team's really good and you have another player at that position, but he's necessary oh, defensively, yes. offensively. I mean, you can't. Yeah, you can't not guard him. You can't leave him open from three. Like yeah, the, the the like two losses. All I could think about was the picture of Jimmy Butler in the bubble. <laughs> oh my god, like, that, just that's carried. all. That's all he is. A the amount of memes they made from that too. And there's so many funny ones. Oh, there that was that was great. Um, and yeah, it, it was. It's been surprisingly a great series. I after the first two dominant yeah. games, I go, uh oh. I know. Because it went 2 2. Yeah, it instantly went 2 2. 2 2 and then 1. Yeah, I was saying, because those first, like, literally, those first two, I think we were telling all, like, it's going to be a sweep. Like, at this this point. Yeah. Um, And then, I guess the last uh, series is. um, I have some breaking news. uh, Bucks. Oh, say it. To break it down, I just randomly saw this some 10 minutes ago. Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy arrested, taken into custody today in Colorado. No more information at this time on his charges. That's really weird. I'm just what? throwing it out there. Yeah. Just, that's right now. Uh, yeah, breaking breaking move. <laughs> um, Criminal tampering, domestic violence. He has no bond at this point. Wow. All right. Well, uh, curveball. Sorry, guys. The Bama receivers are insane. Oh my god, they're crazy. It's so bad. Like that. Ha- that's a new thing. Like yes. they're like making University of Florida look like a good school. <laughs> like they're, they're the like, Christian good school. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, that's yeah, crazy. Just that, want to that, throw that there. Uh, that's my interest. Also. Sorry, we're sidetracking NBA, but uh, week one, Monday Night Football, Seahawks versus Broncos. I know. I know. <laughs> you hear that they, they rescinded that? And you know the full schedule still aren't out yet? Which is be- they just rescinded just that, and they also said that the Thursday night uh, Bills-Ravens in Baltimore also isn't true. So I don't, I'm not sure. 
all I know is if that's true, I don't even know how many people are going to watch. It's going to be such a highly watched game. We're probably going to lose by 35 points, but... Yeah. Hey, who... I mean, they just need to release the schedule already. They really just need to. What happens if they win? Just throwing it out there. What happens if they win? Like, what happens if Russell gets picks? He gets Seattle, booed. Right? Yeah, yeah, in Seattle. He uh, gets booed. Drew Locke plays good. We have a new O-line. You know, the new running back goes hard. DK... Like, what if... Like, just the one. Yeah. Like, that would be crazy. Uh, they'll... they'll pr- Media will probably be like in first day. Will probably be like the twelfth man. We're the, going crazy. He couldn't hear his I know. the rival. <laughs> you know, it'll be interesting though. And I'd love. I mean, I would love to see Russell Wilson get a delay of game in Seattle. You know how crazy that place would be if he's holding his ears and mm-hmm. looking over at the coach and clapping his hand for a ball, and they throw that. Fo- I mean, they have the most in the history of football. If you're delay of games in that stadium, yeah. but that place would go nuts, dude. Yeah, we should go to that. Yes, um, <laughs> but that's probably so. Oh, it's going to be $400, 300 seats. Uh, but, okay, so back to Boston. Yeah, it's all right. It's right. Curveball. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got to get our it's sports, sports yeah. podcast. We're all about everything. Um, Boston-Milwaukee, dude. I don't – it's been such a good series. It, it's, it's so like, good. It, it's not like it's, it's – so I think good. there's been like one or – I think two blowouts of each side. Both yeah. one each, back-to-back, too. Yeah, back-to-back. And, oh, my gosh. It's been one-point games, buzzer beaters. Like buzzer. It's been clutch like down to the very last play. play. Game scoring the last bucket in one of the earlier games mm-hmm. to last night, Drew Holiday's defense literally winning the game. Bobby Portis. Bobby <laughs> Portis shooting the most guys. clutch shot of the game over four dudes. Like Respect to Drew for not dunking it, though. I don't know. Yeah. It always starts drama when you throw it down. And get, I don't know. I respect that. I love that dude. Yeah, like, he, he's good. Um, I think he's the West Kryptonite. I think he's the Warriors Kryptonite. I think he's Devin Booker Kryptonite. Like, yeah. I really think... That could be some trouble as we um, continue if, and, if they win. I, I think Celtics' big things have been like, like Robert Williams hasn't been able to stay on the court. Mm-hmm. He's been getting it. He wasn't. He was out. Uh, I'm a big Celt. Like I, I, I have Celtics going to the championship. Really? But okay. I don't know. Uh, I'm. I don't. After that game, a lot of people are like, "Oh, Celtics are going to win. Like win the series." I, I am very uncertain of that right now. Yeah, I am because too. That, that once you're down three two, and that blowing of a loss, yeah, it hurts. It hurts. It, it, and you got to beat two games in a row against Milwaukee. Well, guess where the next game is too. Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah so it, you have to go in Milwaukee game six with your series on the line. If they win, yeah, they're. I think that they win in Boston. I mean, it's not said and done because Giannis <laughs> is on the court and it's just that good. But yeah, it's ridiculous. I know. Like someone was like, because it's been low scoring and. Yeah, amazing defense just on both sides. Yeah, there's one. I think one game of like Tatum had a horrendous game, just horrendous game. It was three for twelve yeah. at halftime. I texted you and I said, or three for fifteen. I said, yeah. what is happening? Yeah, and I was like, that just won't happen again. Like he's and just it didn't. No, he he dropped 30, 30 piece right now. I know. Averaging twenty seven in the series, which is you know. yeah. People don't understand how hard that is. Like it's. It's easier in a regular season where you're not playing the level of defense that's being played, but when you're turning on this team, I mean, every play is yeah. high-level defense, hand in your face, boxing out. It's not like that. Mm-hmm. And Bucks don't even have Chris Middleton. I know. It's weird. Well, that, that's why I yeah. think that's why I think it's so scary for the West because if the Bucks win this next game, they win tomorrow. I think they're going to win against Miami. I think the matchup for Miami is it's not a good matchup. It's just not. It's like Denver Warriors early season. It's like you can just look at the two teams and go, there's... It's going to be a high defense for sure. For sure. At at the end of the day, it's like Bam can guard Giannis however he wants. He's still going to get his 30. 30. Yeah, I mean, there's just guys like that. I mean, they're just guys. Like, they're just... just, 
unstoppable. It's the same thing as yeah. It's him. I mean, it's it's not every player, but almost every player's every team's best player. I mean, Tatum's averaging twenty seven. Giannis is averaging thirty. Steph's averaging twenty six. I mean, like it's like you're saying, you can try, but we we all love the what ifs and the all time stuff. You when it's all said and done, do you think Giannis could? be called the most dominant player of all time? I think dominant, not greatest. Yeah, yeah. I think greatest is reserved for, like, yeah. Yeah. Dominant. Oh, for, uh, yeah. I mean, I think it is. There's two, one person I'm thinking, it's just Shaq. It's him. Oh, yeah, like, for Jess, talking about dominance, yeah. Because Pete Kobe, like, the the dudes, like, just stats at 25, accolades at 25, and the efficiency, (laughs) like, his stats. I mean, consider like this. This, I mean, by the time he could be ten years younger than Braun next, like next year, and he's twenty six, Braun, whatever the heck, he could have like one less ring, one less MVP, <laughs> yeah. and have eleven years in the tank. He has like, I like think serious, a two defensive player of the year, two defensive player of the year, an MVP final. Like, I mean, like he has everything. Everything. <laughs> so like now it's only a matter of getting more than one of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, getting another MVP, it's, getting another like yeah, another like, ring. He. uh... He's just ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah, it's... Uh, it's People always knock people on, like, shooting threes. He doesn't have to shoot threes ever. Like, like What uh, does he have on the series, two? He's playing terrible from three on the series. Yeah, he, uh, yeah so he's... Past, like, couple years, he's been shooting... Look at that jump from seven, yeah. 6.8 points to 12 to 16 to 22, 27, 30. Yeah, like, 2017, he's averaged over 25 points and 10 rebounds a game, shooting uh, basically 50% or higher from the field, from the field which is ridiculous. Which is so, which is, I mean, not many people can do that. It's a lot easier when you're in the, you know what I mean, like when you're yeah. shooting from four feet out, but in dunking half of your points. Yeah. Second, it, 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 it's just ridiculous, and he's only like 25, 26. It's like, yeah, no, the last that I said. When he's like 32, it's yeah. going to be like, wow, we'll look at this resume. Well, yeah, not even that, though, like, that veteran mentality, like, where you know the game now, you know every matchup, you have every, but even just the matchup, you play in the same teams, all right, no kind of deep, like, I mean, you're only gonna, he's not gonna get ten times better, but, like, the talent, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that veteran mentality, you start running into teams and, you know everyone's How smart he's gonna get every How smart he's gonna get. The more feel of the game, he just knows. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I think the only way he isn't, he d- not isn't, doesn't put himself up there is if he cuts it short. I mean, the mm-hmm. dude's from another country. He's a kid. He's, I mean, everyone loves him here. I'm not saying, like, he's, yeah. like, that it's not, like, he's not, like, doesn't speak any, like, everyone loves him here, but, I mean, if he's 30 and has t- three rings, three MVPs, two defensive player of the years, and a hundred something, $200 million in the bank, he might, I mean, it happens yeah. to everyone, I mean, at some point, but. Not usually as dominant in your no. early 20s. <laughs> no. It's, it's so crazy. It's, it's a new thing we're seeing. I mean, obviously, like, Luca and some of the other guys, they don't, I mean, they don't have the rings to show for it necessarily, but, like, it's it's a, it's a new thing where we're like, yeah, you're going to be 20 years old. I mean, Jason Tatum. Yeah. It, it's 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 crazy on the talent. I think that's just been the story of this podcast, right? Yeah. Now. It's been... It's, well, yeah. It's, the young talent is ridiculous. Oh, it's... And, yeah. We're watching the new faces. And with... Day. I mean, like, with G League and... Chad, I mean, like the people coming in, like the like the I don't know. I it, I don't even think it's crazy to say at some point these like your tenth man on the roster is going to be like a third round or a fourth overall pick. Chad yeah. Holmgren, you got to rotate him in at this backup center spot at ten because there's every team's that good. Yeah. Like these teams that are bad, even I think we're going to see. And obviously, there has to be teams that are bad and stay at the bottom of the win loss column. But the, the yeah. gap between the two mm-hmm. is going to really like 
shrink a lot more than yes, in the most sports, it's, really. It's, like, like the East this year was just so crazy. It was, uh, all of it was just so stacked. Mm-hmm. All, all, like, it was just like one game apart from every. And the East one through six was all like, like one, two, four, seven. I mean, they all yeah. were in there. When I mean, the West had a really big drop, I and mean, it went yeah, Golden so State, Memphis, Suns, and then there's a fat gap, and it's like even, for instance, even Dallas had like ten less wins than them. Yeah, um, love that. And then uh, I think that's all NBA. I think. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about uh, UFC real yeah, quick. Yeah, UFC. Yeah, you were there. I know. So talk about the experience. Oh, it's so there's nothing like it. I mean, that's my third event, which is crazy to even say third pay per view. John Jones film is awesome. There's always this running joke that Ch- I mean, Chael Sonnen started is one of my favorite fighters in Boston, Oregon. But he always says that every John Jones fight has a lot of people dressed up as empty chairs because he just doesn't sell out like that. But mm-hmm. it was in Rocket Stadium. I think it was seventeen thousand off top. I just looked up the seventeen thousand something hundred. That was awesome, and I was like, "This is the coolest sport ever!" Like, I just got a, that was when I got obsessed. That was in twenty nineteen. I was like, "Okay, I was super obsessed with it." Vegas, it's an atmosphere. I mean, people yeah. go to Vegas. People, no one's from there. Like, <laughs> no locals are most at least are not. So that's just awesome. The fighters there, but this was crazy. Like, I don't know why, but Arizona with twenty thousand people, max capacity of the Suns Arena, Footprint Arena, it is it just got remodeled over COVID. Mm-hmm. Beautiful inside, like awesome food. Jumbotron's six times bigger than it used to be. It's like it's like a shrunk down Cowboy Stadium. It's That's beautiful crazy. in there, super nice. It was crazy. I mean, like like when Tony Ferguson got knocked out cold. It's like you feel people screaming around. Oh, it's it's such a crazy cool. environment. And even in the prelims, when it started to probably get twelve, thirteen thousand people. Like when the lower, I mean, people sitting in the thousand seats aren't there for the four, three hours, yeah. twenty fights. But it was. A million, like someone got knocked out in the early prelims, and there's like ten thousand people going nuts. I'm like, oh my gosh! But and then obviously Charles Oliveira. I mean, if anyone follows this, if not, but he missed weight, so he's a champion. He's the first ever champion to have to give up a belt due to missing weight. Just want to throw this out there now. I think it's a disgrace for the UFC. It's crazy. We're using metal scales that have to be calibrated. Uh, the UFC commission just came out and said that they are agreeing that the scale is tampered with meaning the half pound that he couldn't lose and that was different on his digital scale and different on every other scale he did. Like, it's just, it's crazy to me. Like, it's mind Can they reverse them? Like- they can't. And it's it's the rule they have where if you miss it, and, like, I don't know if you've seen it, but, like, Daniel Cormier and Khabib have both been famous for you. put a towel up, you take all your clothes off if you're really mm-hmm. close on weight like that to try to, like, literally get tens of an ounce down. And they go like this, there's a towel so you're not naked, and they're pushing up on the towel very lightly. Like, we're talking mm-hmm. half a pound of force, like laying your hands on something. But it's literally making the missing weight. Both of them grabbing a towel. Charles Oliveira chose to have his hands up instead. I don't know. It, it's really sad. I mean, the one thing I'll give him props for, they didn't take uh, – they took a portion of his purse, and it was 15% or whatever, which is not high. If it's a non-chip value, it was 40% if you miss weight. But they let him keep the pay-per-view money as if he was still a champion because he actually was until the fight started. I respect that. Yeah. I mean, at some point I feel – it sounds weird to say I felt bad for the dude. He's from another country. He's from Brazil. He does not speak any English. He's a translator. I was like, it might be – it must be so difficult to describe and explain to someone how you're here to fight. You're supposed to make X, Y, Z amount of money. Their scale's messed up. Ours is right. You yeah. were on track to make weight, and now we're losing money. Yeah. Like, that's a weird thing to – so yeah, it's it's wild. It was crazy, but such good fights. I mean, I watched uh, once the main card started. I yeah. watched all of that. Yeah, uh, on t- on TV, it was awesome. Michael like, Chandler's front kick was Michael. Like, oh my gosh! 
I'm very new to all this, but so far that's been yeah. might have been the coldest knockout I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, it's... I don't know about you. No, I mean, I can but, think of other ones of all time, but, like, last, I mean, even the last few, I think it's fair to say the last few years that might be the best, like... The, the connection and everything, oh my gosh. And then you have to curl your toes up to hit the bottom of your foot. You, the picture yeah. of Tony's face oh. when it kind of is drooping down, it's... Yeah, it was so much force, so much force. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to keep watching, like... Yeah. Oh, it's going to be awesome. And the new, I mean, to schedule more pay-per-views, Israel Nassani, it's by Jerry Cannon, he's a stud for the next one. That's going to be yeah. just amazing. But and then the other one... The well, first of all, let's just, let's just go to the Shogun Rui fight. Um, Verito, Verdugo, whatever. These two older dudes, they're both on their last few fights of their contract. Terrible fight, was getting booed. It was really at max capacity then. People were mad. I was seeing like, people on Twitter saying, these are legends of the sport. They're both former champs. I don't care. It's a pay-per-view. It costs yeah. a lot of money. It, it, it costs a lot of money to be there. I don't care. I don't want to see yeah, 50, it. $56, and yeah. you spent a lot of money. Yeah. And we went to a fight. Yeah. We went to, so then... That, so then that half fight happened with the two dudes, real boring. Next fight's Chandler. Craziest thing ever. Everyone goes crazy. Everyone's like, is Tony dead? Chandler's doing backflips, yeah. hugging his kid, calling out Connor. Like, oh. And then Rose, Rami Yunez, and Carlos Esparza come out. Carlos a wrestler, so Rose's game plan was obviously to just teep in the air, which is where you're just making a distance. Literally the most boring fight ever. Like I've, Dana White is on the side with his laptop like this, watching Canelo lose for the first time in nine years. Yeah. Because that's how boring the fight was. After when he talked about it, he said it was a snooze fest. I zoned out halfway through it. Like, it's... It, it, it really is pathetic. Like, and there's no ifs, ands, or buts. It was pathetic. I, I don't know MMA a whole lot yeah. in UFC, yeah, but yeah, um, I, I obviously watching it on the TV, and it would always cut to the different sides. Yeah. I felt there was way too much people telling Rose what to do. There was Because it was like yes. the coaches I were so contradicting. Uh, before I cut off, as I was saying, I was watching the head coach uh, for Rose was like Trevor saying, like, yeah, 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 close the gap, keep punching, and then yeah. the other guy. I guess was her husband. So that's Pat Berry, who's her husband. Yeah, kept saying, I like, could say some, yeah, I could, I'm not a Pat Berry fan. I, <laughs> he's a terrible person. He should not be anywhere near schools. He should not be anywhere near any woman you love. He's a terrible, I'm genuinely, he's a terrible yeah. human being. And he, it's her fiat, which makes it worse. Yeah. That makes, it's a bad look. You can't have family in with him. It's just, it's so hard to balance. Yeah, that. and we see it a lot, especially siblings. It's a mm-hmm. sport, I mean, siblings or parents, I mean, it could be dad was his coach. That was never a problem in 20, I know he's fine, but. I have to go back and watch it. We both have ESPN Plus, so I don't know if you know, typically yeah. about a week after, it's actually up now. You can go and watch the whole yeah. main card for free. Like, the entire main card. So, I don't know. I have to watch it because Jaden was texting me. You told me about it right when I was telling you. You were like, how was everything? And I was telling you. That was like the first thing you were saying. My buddy Jaden watches every fight. He's just as big a fan as I am. He literally was like, Marcus, you would laugh if you were hearing the things Pat Berry was saying. He said, the quote of the night, and I literally can't remember exactly what he said. He said, do you hear the booze? That's what we want. You're doing great. And then he said on the MMA hour last night, which is uh, Ariel Hawani, who's the biggest reporter in all mixed martial arts and arguably all boxing. He was on his show, and he said, what did you mean by that? Because that quote has gotten hundreds of thousands of yeah. likes and reactions all across social media and he said their plan was to take it a little more slow and Carla Carl might get thrown off by her booing because if Rose is stuffing her yeah. takedowns and then Ariel I mean Pat didn't give a good response after that but Ariel's response was what was the plan after that yeah. after you're establishing you can't take you know was the plan not to be thug Rose and step forward and punch and kick and I mean she's yeah. crazy she's always been yeah because uh, 
It, it was like oh a couple goodness. minutes into the fight. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? Uh, I think they were saying that uh, they were explaining, like, Rose's plan, they were going, like, just passive. Like, they're going to let her take the first punch, and then she's going to counter. Like, you can't just, like, play counter the entire... Oh, no. Well, especially minutes. the distance that Rose, I mean, yeah. Rose is back she's up, spinning around. around the cage, and... Yeah, I have to go back and watch it. It'll be brutal. I don't want to sit down for 25 minutes. It's not oh, going to happen today. Man. I'm not going to, but I'm going to watch it. My sister-in-law passed out. Really? Yeah. She actually passed out. My, uh, someone tweeted that night, too. said, my two-year-old son has been struggling to go to bed for the last few weeks. Tonight I had him watch Rose, Nami, Yunus, and Carlos Esparza. He was out in the second. Thank you, UFC. And I thought it was so, <laughs> so funny. But, I mean, it just was... It was frustrating. It was. It's a. I love. I mean, she's one of my favorite fighters, and uh, male or female, I love Rosalina. Mean, she's gonna. I mean, that is the deepest women's division, and like with all due respect to women in UFC, that is the only division that really has fifteen contenders that are fifteen title contenders, which is what it's supposed to be. Your top fifteen. All the other ones are really weak. Mm-hmm. I mean, Amanda Nunes goes down every two years to defend her belt at one thirty-five mm-hmm. and fights a nobody that she goes in as a minus ten thousand. But, I mean, that division yeah. has Ioannis and Jaytrek. I mean, it has so many people. Zhang Wei Li, who she just fought. Carla's now the champ. Zhang uh, 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 Wei Li and Ioannis and Jaytrek are fighting, which will be for the number one contender who will then fight Carla. Rose goes, well, who do I fight? Yeah. She, what are you going to fight the number three contender when you were just the champ? Who re- is, that's where the mm-hmm. gap always kind of drops his top three. I go, who does she fight? Because the yeah. winner of that fights for the belt against Carla because no one wants to see these girls fight for a third time. No, no, no one. I mean, Dana showed that them on the. He's like, I will never let it happen. He was like, Carl can continue to win, and Rose is gonna have to. No, because yeah. people wouldn't watch it. It no. would be an undersold pay per view. The tickets would be dirt. It, no it's one, real. It's yeah. actually not worth it. Yeah. Like, no, it, it no. couldn't happen. Uh, yeah, and then the last one, Oliveira, and um, talk about that because I didn't even watch Gage, that TV because that oh, Gagey dropping him twice. Yeah. Carl, or oh my uh, god. Yeah. So yeah, Gagey drops. Oliveira twice. Twice in one round. At first I thought it was he grabbed his seal, but no, he punched him twice, like back to back. Like lights off, back, but then he gets up, gets up, and then because like I noticed he falls down, and Gaethje goes like, "Come up, come up," and I was curious like why was that, but he just he's not a good grappler. So this is the funny part, the difference between American wrestling and like jujitsu. Charles Oliveira is a black belt in Brazilian jujitsu. Born and raised in Brazil, like mm-hmm. like where you want to be to be the best in the world. Justin Gaethje is a three-time Division One, not all-American wrestling champion. Like one in his weight class, sophomore, junior, and yeah. senior year. The gap between that, that like you're saying, you knock someone down instead of coming up and pounding and getting on top guard or top mount, whatever you want yeah. to do. He goes, get up. I was like, oh my god, this is crazy. Yeah, why? This is well, yeah. I mean, this yeah. is nuts. Yeah, you never you, see. Yeah, you, you got the win, right? You, you got like you like. Wait, I, I you didn't know his back, and I was like. Yeah. Because he just he's not a bad, good wrestler. Yeah, <laughs> no. Which was so... And they call him Justin the Highlight yeah. Reel because he knocks you out. But, like... Yeah. He got crap for that, too. Someone's like, you're so good. And if Charles was actually injured... Like, Daniel Cormier's example is perfect. He said, you don't have to get in guard and have him be around you and be... You, you know what you can do, though, is do, like, when your feet are up and just start hitting down, like, really mm-hmm. give him pressure. But... And then Gaethje gets dropped. Yeah, yeah instantly just goes... Instantly. Boom. And then, yeah, he, gets him. he got out of the first yeah. one. He had him in, like, a uh, trying, he had some weird triangle going on. And then Gage's head pops out all red. Stand back up. He, they get him down again. And then 
Kung Fu, I mean, he just completely out, like, I don't want to say out jujitsu him. He yeah. took him down, he chained the guard, he flipped him over on his back, it, it was, punched him a few times to get his hand under, and it was fully under. Like, as, it was yeah, crazy. As, as soon as I saw him get down, I go, if he somehow gets out of here, if he can survive to the second yeah. round, then maybe, but no. It was instantly in the first round. That was just a wild, wild first five minutes. Yeah. And I just want to bring this up real quick. I don't know if anyone even understands, but he is now the number one contender. The belt is vacant. Mm-hmm. He's will fight most likely Islam Mahakovic, who I who's that you've watched him. He's one yeah. he fought four times without getting punched once. He's someone who like you think Justin Gaethje doesn't want to wrestle. This dude will wrestle you before Olivera has the chance to wrestle. I mean, it's he's not not going to look for it. He's going to look for a takedown. Like he's not going to be like get, his goal is going to be to punch you on the ground. And I could it could be his head coach. I could not be more excited. Like yeah. I, he's twenty two and one, twenty two one and zero. Oh, meaning one of them was a disqualification. So I mean the dude is so good, and he wants to do it in Russia, which they won't do politics. Yeah. But Brazil, like in Rio de Janeiro. They'll put that thing in a 50,000-seating soccer stadium and set themselves right next to the record at 60. But it's it's going to be awesome. It's the only, to me, it's the only fight. He beat Chandler. He beat Poirier. He beat Gaethje. Yeah. There's no one else. Like, Benil Dariush is who Islam is supposed to fight. It won't happen, most likely, because this dude, need, there's no reason to let it continue. It needs to happen. So Islam, that, that would be the coolest fight ever, because they both can strike, and they both... They're both of their each other's yeah. goals would be to submit each other, which yeah. takes away that gap of having to, you know what I mean, making yeah. this standing only fight. When you're on the ground, you lose. Mm-hmm. But it's I, I love Gaethje. I feel bad for the, I don't know if you know, Trevor Whitman coaches Justin Gaethje. Really? Yeah, Trevor Whitman coaches Kamara Usman, who's the champion, Justin Gaethje, and Rose Namajunas, all in call rights. This is the most stacked gym in all of sports. Like, and so it was inter- I, I'm also curious because with no Pat, Pat Barry doesn't coach. Obviously, doesn't coach Justin Gaethje. <laughs> no. So I'm I'm really curious to hear the difference in the corners alone. But I gotta feel you gotta feel bad for Gaethje because he beats everyone, mm-hmm. and then he lost to Khabib, mm-hmm. and then he lost to Charles Oliveira, both by submission, both of them for a title shot. And it's like, I, mean, I don't know what to right. tell you, dude. Send him like, send the dude to Brazil. Send him to Russia. We're in some Dagestan wrestling. I don't know what to yeah. tell you, but fight some bears. Yeah, we can wrestle some bears with the chain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that that yeah, yeah, that was a fun. Except for Rose, that, like, that yeah. was that was all, I loved it all. I'm gonna go back and watch the main credit. You should check the prelims one of these days because yeah. the prelims was a fire show. It was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's a fun sport. I love the sport. I know you got more into it. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that's uh, it's good to wrap it up. Yeah. yeah, I think we'll have one. Uh, we're gonna start trying to be more regular now. Uh, I think next week. I think next week, Thursday, Friday, we should have one. Yeah, uh, depends on how. Definitely at least once a week. Now that we. I was on a trip. We had the flu. It's been a long week, yeah. but yep. Yeah. So, yeah. See you then. Yeah.